Hello and welcome back to the Erectile Dysfunction Radio Podcast. On today's episode, urologist Dr. Amy Perlman is interviewed by certified sex therapist Mark Goldberg about oral medications for treating erectile dysfunction. And let's jump into it now. Give us an overview of what those options are, what some of the differences are, uh, preferences that um, a urologist might lean towards at that first medication, if it's Viagra or Cialis or one of the other ones, how does that work? I'd be delighted. So the, you know, for most patients, I'm going to start with using oral medication. The really, the main patient that I can't use medications like this on are going to be patients who take nitroglycerin, whether it's a daily medication that they take for some blood, for some heart disease, or if they occasionally get chest pain and have to put a nitroglycerin underneath their tongue. A lot of my patients actually have nitroglycerin written on their medication list, but if they hadn't take they if they haven't had to take it in a while and they're currently doing well, or let's say they had to take it five years ago, but then they had coronary artery stents placed, I'm not as worried about those guys. So if there's any concern, I'll have them reach out to their cardiologist for clearance. But just because they have it on their list doesn't necessarily mean they can't take these medications if it's not a medication they actually take. As I mentioned, there are four FDA-approved medications to treat erectile dysfunction, and I'll list the brand names. Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, and Stendra. Stendra is the newer medication on the block. And so with newer medications come a higher cost. And there's no real benefit in terms of how this medication works in the body. So if someone were to say to me, I want to be on this medication, I would have no problem prescribing it. But because of the cost reasons, I actually don't prescribe it very often. And then there's Levitra. Levitra works very similarly to Viagra, but is more expensive. And so for that reason, along with Stendra, Levitra and Stendra really are not commonly prescribed in my clinic. And then I'm really going in between Viagra and Cialis. And there are several main differences between these two medications. Viagra is a short-acting medication. Cialis is a long-acting medication, meaning Viagra can work in your body for four to six hours, Cialis might work for a day or a day and a half. Some people might call Cialis the weekend pill where they take it on a Friday night and it might still be in their body working on a Saturday night. Now, all these medications, how they work is they work by increasing the amount of time that nitric oxide sticks around in the penile tissue. And that goes back to the basic physiology of how someone gets and maintains an erection. It's nitric oxide gets released from nerve terminals and, and, and cells that allows more blood flow into the penis. So the more nitric oxide you can have hanging around in the penis, you get increased blood flow, more blood flow, better erections, erections last longer. So it doesn't mean that someone is going to have an erection that lasts four to six hours or 36 hours. It just means that's how long the medication is working in the body for. So with with all these medications, you have to be stimulated. And that stimulation can look a variety of different ways, thinking certain things, touching, having your partner touch you, whatever it is. So if you go to the grocery store and you just took a Cialis that morning, will you get an erection? Well, I guess it depends on if you find anything sexy in the grocery store, okay? So some guys find that if they take a Cialis, maybe it's their their genitals are rubbing against their jeans in the grocery store, wherever they're at, and that might stimulate them and actually be problematic. So, so guys should be aware of that. I think it brings some guys back to high school or, or middle school when they start getting erections at inappropriate times. So sure, that can happen with these medications depending on certain stimulation, but you do need, need to be stimulated. I have guys who come in to say, well, I took a pill and it didn't work. And I ask them, well, 
well, were you thinking certain thoughts? Were you ready to have sexual activity? And they say, no, I just took the medication. Well, it's not going to work in that case. And then a few other key points to know here, Viagra, you should really take on an empty stomach. Same thing with Levitra. So especially you don't want to take it after a fatty meal. So don't eat. Well, in general, eating a fatty meal isn't going to be good for erections, but if you're going to do it, you don't want to take one of these medications right afterwards because it will affect the absorption. With Cialis, it doesn't matter. And that would be another advantage of Cialis. Now, Viagra doesn't take quite as long to take effect. So we're talking 45 minutes to an hour. If you took it 15 minutes ago and are stimulating yourself and expecting an erection, that's not quite enough time for it to take effect. Cialis takes a little bit longer. I usually tell my patients to wait at least two hours before sexual activity. So there is some timing involved with both of these medications. Now, I used to prescribe a lot of Viagra. The pharmacists at my clinic used to always know when Dr. Perlman was in clinic because all the patients would come to get their Viagra from the pharmacy. But there are actually medications, and that used to, that was because Cialis was too expensive. So I wanted to use Cialis for the reasons it lasts longer, and it doesn't matter how you take it with food. I preferred to use Cialis, but it was very cost prohibitive. Some guys would say, oh my God, it was $30 a pill. It was $60 a pill. I couldn't afford it. And then they're thinking in their head, should I take it tonight? Am I going to get lucky? Oh my God, that's $30. Is it worth it? And that was just too much, right? Um, but actually with medication assistance programs like GoodRx, G-O-O-D-R-X.com, these are medication assistance programs that can be used in combination with a prescription from a healthcare provider that actually allow you to get both Viagra and Cialis for very cheap, which honestly makes my job way more enjoyable. I don't like prescribing medications if it costs a lot of money. And for example, for like, if you take a low dose of Cialis, 90 pills, it's like $21 for 90 pills of low dose Cialis. And so it's rare that someone says that doesn't work for me. And, and for that reason, I actually prescribe Cialis a lot more. There are a couple scenarios where I might prescribe Viagra over Cialis. If someone has kidney failure or has chronic kidney disease, Cialis does need to be renally dosed. So some folks, depending on their kidney function, you might have to lower the dose or they might not be a candidate for Cialis. And in those guys, I'll put them on Viagra. Other guys, if they have issues, like let's say with mon uh, regulating their blood pressure, for example, let's say they have a neurologic disease and I want to see how they tolerate these medications, I'll put them on the shorter acting medication Viagra to see how well they tolerate it before considering a longer acting medication. It sounds like, again, the first line treatment in most instances is going to be a PDE5 inhibitor. There's different advantages and disadvantages to a Cialis versus a Viagra. Thanks for listening to the Erectile Dysfunction radio podcast. For more information on today's topic and understanding how the mind impacts erectile dysfunction, please visit ErectionIQ.com. That's ErectionIQ.com.